risk it on you. See, now I gotta wear socks all the time, okay? Not wear socks on y'all. Nigga, cause we we <laughs> are ready. waiting on that toe. We are ready. <laughs> <laughs> But will never be in sandals. How we say? on the toe. All right, check out where Jordan flip flops in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's get it. Let's get it. Get it. Get it. All right, you the captain of the ship today, dog. Yes, sir. Run that ship. Run that ship. All right, man. Episode. Hold on. What? Uh. Okay. Speak between the lines. Episode. Shit. I wanted to say thirty-six. Hold on. Uh, you too far into the future, my man. It started, yeah, we were on the Scotty Pippen shit, so, 34, 34. All right, man, Speak Between the Lines podcast, it's your boy Rez in the building. Yes, you're also joined with J-Rock, he's in the building. Davis here signing in. All right, who's that, hey? I don't think he knows. Dr. Take Strange? control, oh, take control uh, of the podcast. Uh, the, the nigga off of Batman. The, the, the nigga off of Batman. <laughs> the guy off of Batman. I can't think of his name. There's a lot of them. Nah, not, I mean, um, he was in a Dark Knight Rises. Okay, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know who you're talking yeah. about. I just don't my, know his name. My nigga with the fur coat. Yeah, and the, the, the mask on his face. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's extremely painful for you. I mean, I don't know his name, but I know who he is. Yeah, it's my nigga Bane. My nigga Bane. 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 Yo, you remember that fucking YouTube video <laughs> where, that, where Bane oh, was yeah. fucking rapping? Yeah. <laughs> Bang. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, this nigga had bars. Yo, speaking of bars, uh, sidebar. Nope. Yeah. Early. 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 Not even a minute so, into the episode. So, sidebar. Are y'all are y'all in the battle rap? Uh, not like I used to be. Listen, which wasn't much. It, listen, I, I I wasn't I wasn't heavy into it. Yeah. I heard a battle rap today. So, uh, shout out to my nigga D Woods. Uh, he um, he put me on this um battle rap. It was. Oh, who was that nigga? Hold on, let me let me look this shit up. This is a classic, dog. When I talk about when I'm talking about like somebody's getting sunned to death, it's mm, uh Hitman nice. Holla versus A Verb. Oh wow, I've never heard of him. Listen, not they nice with it. The third verse, it was destruction. We it was it. yeah. I'm not gonna play it, dog. Uh, gonna, I'll say we got we, a clip. You want you, one? Well, you should put it on the soundboard. Yeah, we could. I mean, we could do that. Yeah. Let's Yo, do that. but nigga, it's ruthless. It's yeah. ruthless. We might actually need to react off of that. We might need to do a video off of that. Oh, oh I like it. it oh, it's shit. sick. I like it. It's, I like it's it. It's so sick. I'm with it. It's horrible. I'm but, with it. I'm with yeah, it. Yeah, so RIP to Hitman Holla. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it, it was bad, man. So um, shout out to D Woods, man. But yeah, man. So, uh, you know, it's been a win. Been a minute. What? A couple days? Since when? Since we chilled. All together? Yes. Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nigga said sure. That's All what right, we're man. going with. So yes. let's kick it off. Dubs and nails, wins and losses. Damn, we going we going there already? Oh, what, what you want to chop it up about? I mean shit. It's just it's 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 a lot going on in the podcast world. You know what I'm saying? Joe Bun just got his deal with Spotify. Hey, I mean, yeah. Shout out to that Joe Button. <laughs> Shout out to Joey. Yeah. Shout out to the Joe Button podcast for that shit. That hyped me up. I don't know about y'all niggas. Like, I know we early into this podcast game, but to see a, a podcast get a major deal like that, I yeah. think it's pretty huge. I, I got a little emotional. Yeah. 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 Watching that video, I was just like, it gave me hope. Yeah. Yeah. You saw us, huh? You saw us. Yeah. It was it was very humbling. Yeah. 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 And then, and then you and no real talk. It, their grind was ridiculous. 
Like, yeah. And, and you think about how many times that thing could have went left. Because remember, they started out with, uh, what was her name, Marissa? The mm-hmm. chick, yeah. Yeah, and that went left quick. Um, this all really kind of came out of the Joe Button Drake beef just because he gave Drake a bad review and Drake, you know, threw some shots and then yeah. Joe, like, spazzed. And all yeah. of a sudden, their buzz was there and then Maul just fit. Yeah. Yeah. Came out of nowhere, really. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. One thing about, because they did talk about it on episode 175, and you ended up sending us a clip of it, Rez. Like, they talked about their journey right. to that point from the beginning. Right. And, like, watching that, for me, it was one of those things where it's like, all right, like, people that have podcasts that are there for a long time, they go through shit. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. 175 episodes, and not the whole time was was peaches and cream. Yeah. One not laughs and jokes. Yeah, no, nah, I wasn't. You know what I'm saying? I mean they had they had their issues, you know. Yeah. They had beefs. Yeah, they had mm-hmm. beefs. They had issues, but they decided to ride it out and stick it out. So I think that's, you know, just based on what you sent me, I think that's the most important thing I got out of it. You know, yeah and jokes. And it's the um it's the value of like family. Like they yeah. they're really, you know, we see the hashtag Potter and family, but like they they literally were a family. Cause I remember at one point they were talking about how they were beefing. They thought Joe was keeping them from the bag uh-huh. mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah, and that's kind of crazy. Like when you think about it, like dang. All right, well Joe don't want us to eat, but he's on everyday struggle, and uh-huh. you know he's you know. Making money off rap and real estate and, and all this other and stuff. All stuff, yeah, yeah. And we just come here, Uber into Park's house, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, and not get no bread. And it's tough when they put the bag in front of you, and and you say no, and you say, and you no. say no, yeah, yeah. That's a tough one. It is, man. Oh, I mean, shit. How? I mean, I can understand how they would feel that way too, though. I mean, That's but tough. you gotta, you gotta. I mean, I guess they had trust in in Joe because they passed on a a bunch of huge deals, right? Like a, a bunch of huge deals where it's like shit, but I mean that bag finally came and it must be a big bag because uh, Roy definitely put in his two weeks notice. <laughs> man, <laughs> that bag was man, heavy. His job, so. that bag had to be heavy. Oh man! Yeah, and man. then and then I saw them on a um, downtown New York. Like they they had a big spot. Yeah, billboard. Yeah, yeah, out and everything. They I was are like, out okay. there. Like out there. They like, are out there, bro. I'm sitting there like, and you know what? It's, it's especially satisfying for me because I've been a Joe Budden fan since Mood Music too. And my nigga never got respect, ever. And I would be trying to put people on the Joe Button, and they'd be like, all right, cool. I mean, he sound good, but he ain't hot. And then, you know, I have to play certain tracks for them to actually start respecting him. Yeah. And he's in my top five most underrated rappers of all time. Hmm. And this might be a top five rebrand of all time. To go from, like, being in hip-hop, getting shitted on by Jay-Z, because he got blackballed. You know, having the problems with M and not being able to get that off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this nigga beef with two Titans. And still one. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah man. He's, he's doing his thing, man. So, yeah. Shout out to them niggas. Uh, Andrew Schultz. He got his whole deal. Flagrant yeah. 2. CBS yeah. Sports for Flagrant 2. Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing a pilot for that, man. It's just niggas is making move with a podcast. It, it's dog. a podcast movement. Saying. It's yep. a podcast movement. We late in the game, buddy. <laughs> 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 we still trying to get there, but it's all good. Shit, what are we like? Nine months in? Nigga. Yeah. yeah. Wait. No, we're eight months in. We ain't even nine yet. Yeah, we're eight months. It'll be nine months in like two weeks. Good yeah. grief. Damn, we come a long way. We have. Yeah. We have. 
long way from your your iTunes. What, what, what the hell? Your from iPad. The, from the iPad. From my from my MacBook that we're still using. Don't get it twisted. We just use <laughs> we were just using the mic on that hoe. It was only one mic. <laughs> one mic. One it was mic. But sharing. You know what? That's going to be interesting when we go back. And I'm finna start talking about admin shit on the podcast. But when we go back and look at the episode or listen to the episodes for best of, yeah, like. We're going to hear how trash our audio was, even yes. after we got mics. Like, oh, like, my episode two and three was a struggle. Yes, and yeah. you know what's crazy? When episode two first hit, we I was like, like oh, "Nigga, we sound good. We sound good as hell. We, you know, we got these rented mics and shit. Like, we sound good as hell." The repo man. Beep. Shit, we was on borrowed time back in the Boy. day. Yeah, shit, but yeah, nah, man. I, think oh. that's oh, I remember that week to week. Hey, hey, Rez, we got mics. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, yeah, yeah that, that was right. Rez, 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 Rez would hit the group chat like, "Hey, man, I just tell y'all right now, y'all niggas might want to get y'all mics. <laughs> <laughs> y'all might want to get y'all mics. Shit, because Amazon got deals. Right. Y'all might want to grab oh, them all right now. Hey, yeah, we, we need that Zoom six this weekend. <laughs> oh shit, nigga, we yeah, that wow. Oh, I, think, I think this is gonna be fun. So yeah, we, is, we are gonna be. Uh, doing a best of episode best so of. Uh, be on the lookout for that um, what episode 50 something like that so, yeah yeah maybe know. maybe uh, like Christmas New Year's yeah Christmas New, New Year's, Year's so we'll happened. see how the timing lines up on that yeah we'll just round up yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah round up carry the one you know all that shit all right all uh, right man so uh, dubs and nails wins and losses wins and losses all right so I got a loss this week ah uh, okay okay so, my loss is because of my apartment complex. So, a month ago, I told him, hey, yo, my air, my air filter is getting dirty. I need y'all to come out and replace it. Okay, yeah, we're going to take care. Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, hey, yo, my air filter still, you know, still getting dirty. I put the press online. What's going on? Never changed it. Oh. So, come last week, uh, Saturday, in fact, every time the AC ran, it started dripping water from the condenser. From the ceiling because it was so dirty. Shit. So Sunday, I go down like, hey, yo, my AC's leaking because y'all never changed the filter. It's like, oh, I can just give you a filter. And make you change it. So yourself? I had to go home and change my own filter. Bruh, come on. Hey. <laughs> yo. Hold on. Hold on. That's when you put the two months in. <laughs> like, nah, I'm leaving now. I'm like, yo, are you serious right now? So I like, okay, so I need you to go home and see what size it is. So we have 28 different sizes. We don't know which one yours is. Then come back and I'll give it to you. Nigga, who is paying who to work here? So exactly, that's my point. What? He <laughs> got this nigga clocking yo. in to get his own damn yo, filter. Nah, this nigga sound. He sounded appalled. I had to change my own filter. Then what makes it even better? I come on Monday from work. There's a service note saying that I changed the filter. Bitch, it's already changed. Motherfucker. No. Hold on. You are not gonna you are not gonna put me to work and then put a note on my fucking door saying exactly. that you service yeah, my yeah, shit. No, because nah, he changed and left the old one there to see that it was another clean filter. Bruh. You oh. motherfucker. You bum ass nigga. Niggas ain't shit, man. I need you to get a W2 from these niggas and like Hell yeah. <laughs> Clock in. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Submit your time card, yeah. all that shit. Yep. So yeah, that, that was my week. And doctor up them hours. <laughs> Shit. Um, so if, if y'all need to change y'all filters, call your boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he does it all, ladies and gentlemen. He cooks Benny Hanna. Hey, hold on. Time he out. cooks Benny Hanna's? Yeah. We were supposed to be getting some of that, by the way. Oh, you never came through with the Benny. You never came I through with the Benny Hanna. Man, what? We, 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 we normally, it's too early in the morning. 
when we normally uh, record. Okay. It's late now. It's very late now. Oh, I mean, I've, I obviously forgotten about Benny Holland since then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just give you an excuse in the meantime. Good shit. I was going to shout you out and say all the shit that you do. This I nigga hang TVs and all type of stuff. He does Benny Hanna's. He fixes PlayStations. He, I mean. Yeah, man. He jack of all trades. We'll do a little bit of everything. I appreciate it. Already. Uh, I had a... I had a win. It was a tiring win, but it was one to say the least. You know, my daughter's birthday just passed, so we, you know, hey, she's one. One time for Alani. That, that year went by. Yeah, yeah, one, one time for Alani. Run of applause for that shit. Run hey, that, hey, shit, that year went by quick as hell, nigga. <laughs> like, as fuck, bro. Yeah. That shit went by quick, so. Shit, she gonna be in high school next year. Nigga, for real. Oh my god, bring your niggas home and shit. I'm gonna have to pull a pistol on <laughs> have to pull a pistol on, on a young me. man. <laughs> but yeah, man, I think I mean I guess that's that's my win. I was tired as hell too, dude, because it's like I had to take off and you know Yeah. I got home late. We had to do all this shit and then I had to work the day after. So but it was all good though. It was fun. Okay. Well, I took a dub and a L. Wow. Let me explain. The W was, you know, we were, we were all feeling the high of the podcast um, successes from last week. And yeah, yeah. I was scrolling around on, um, what was I on? I was on Podbean and I saw Oprah had a podcast called The Master Something. You know, she's a master of the universe type yeah. stuff. Yeah, she is. And little, little, I guess, podcast at the bottom of the page said recommended. Huh. Mm. And I see a mic. Huh. Oh. Oh. Mm. Talk about it. Huh. What that mic look like? Talk about it. DR I mean, segment. I mean, DR segment. up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, where that, where so, that one come from? <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember that? No, I, I just, I didn't, I, I didn't know we had that on the list. Yeah. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes, that one was clipped oh, out. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but we—it's we, a little recommended podcast. Has a microphone on it. Black background. Mm. Said speak. Mm. Mm, five thousand. Hey, five point two k. Talk mm. about it. Downloads. Mm. Talk. About I was it. like, wait, hold up. We we recommend it now. White lines between them. Hey hold man. Up. Hey, Pop Pabino, what's up, man? Pabino, what's up? They trying to put everybody else on. What we got? Shoot, shoot. Let's watch them downloads go. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but we appreciate everybody uh, rocking with us, supporting us, and so um, yeah, man, we made it to the recommended uh, podcast list on Podbean. So uh, we definitely appreciate you guys for all the downloads, all the support, for sharing, liking, show enough, and subscribing. So that was my dub. Okay, you said you had an L too, huh? Nigga, I know we don't talk about this, but we got to talk about this. So I watched Power last night. Uh, uh, I'll go ahead. I know you don't. Yeah. Go I, ahead. No, I know, I know you don't watch it. Yeah. But nigga, I was livid. I was mad at that episode. I don't know if I've ever been so pissed off in so, my life. Why were you mad? We, we, I wouldn't want to know if it's the same reason I was mad. Because to me, the episode wasn't, it wasn't terrible, but I was just like, come on, man. Like, for real. No. Okay. So here's why I'm mad. Because I got spoiled early, but my spoiler wasn't the same as yours because you knew what was going to happen. Yeah. My spoiler was 
This is the most impactful death. Spoiler alert. This is the most impactful death in power. Period. That was a spoiler for me. Mm-hmm. So I knew someone was going. Yeah. So me and me and my wife, we watching and we got an over under. So we're like, okay, who you think is going to die? So she says, I think Angie's out of here. They're going to get Angie the fuck out of here. Mm. And I don't know if that's just the, you know, the black woman. <laughs> Hell yeah. This, right. this Hispanic chick that came in here and broke up this black household. <laughs> Somebody need to get her ass up out of here. <laughs> but, I, you know, and I was like, well, I think it's going to be Tasha. Because for me, I felt like Tasha was doing so much. I thought she capped out. Like, I didn't know where else they could take that character. Uh, because, Jay, if you watch the show, you'll you'll notice that she was dating someone that just ducked on her. Like stereotypical black nigga shit. Oh, like, mm-hmm. he she promised, got ghosted. Yeah, he. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, damn. Damn. Ghost, ghost put that fear in his life, and he was like, "Look, man, I'm not, I'm not about what these yeah. niggas are about." That nigga deuce. Let me pack my shit up. And but get he, out of he town. did it like a nigga though. He promised to be there and didn't. <laughs> <left. laughs> <laughs> On top of that, he told, he texted her and told her, "Hey, hey, come by, come by the house." <laughs> He <laughs> left a note. Hey, come by, nigga. House the that shit was empty. You wow. remember the episode of, of, of Fresh Prince, the last episode oh, of Fresh Prince, where the whole living room was empty? That's how. That's, <laughs> that's how. That's how that nigga shit. Wow. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that shit, it didn't look like Fresh Prince. It looked like Will was walking to the Bro, house. just standing in the middle. But why would you text somebody to leave him a handwritten note? Nah. You gonna text me to come around in New York traffic wow. to go to an empty house? <laughs> to an empty house because he didn't want to have a, he didn't want to have a conversation on the phone because he looked bitch. I don't yes. like him. <laughs> no, I don't like. Him. I don't like. I'm strong little bitch. I don't yeah. like him. I don't like him. Yeah, that, I wouldn't I, have guessed them two though. I wouldn't have guessed. Oh wait, who did you think? Oh well, you knew. I knew. Yeah, yeah, I knew. knew. It was spoiled for me. So on yeah, media. so we thought it was gonna be one of the women because we were like, well, Kane is not important enough to be the most impactful one. Uh, Dre's not important enough to be the most impactful one because he still has to hit his peak. Yeah. So that wouldn't make sense. Yeah. And then everybody else, like the lawyer, like, okay, if he dies, who cares? So You talking about Proctor? Yeah, Proctor. Okay. Uh, and I like Turtle, you know, because I, I remember him from Entourage. Okay. <laughs> but the show ends with Tyreek, this little bum-ass nigga, who's mm. always fucking people over, who's always doing the whole shit, Getting Kane and got, hey, hey man, Kane and got clipped for Tyreek. Yeah, but here's the thing about that though. Tasha made him choose. Tasha made him choose. Hey, are you gonna have your mother's back or are you gonna have Kane's back? And he decided to go with his mom's back. He he rolled he rolled with family at the end of the day. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm I mean, not. That sound good, but whatever, man. I, I was just mad. I was. I I fully expected Fifty to get shot in the arm and walk it off. That was that was my thing. I oh, wasn't so fifty it. characters dead. Yeah, fifty died. Kanan wow. is dead. Spoiler alert. Kanan is dead. Spoiler alert. That was my one. I wasn't ready for him to die. I wasn't. But on the on that same token, after the episode ended, I was like, okay, with Tyreek writing him out, like his character gets too confusing because he's in so many. He's already in so many situations. So I'm like, okay, right. If he's if he stays alive, how does how does the the writers of power like, what do they do with his character? Right? What, what else is he supposed to do? Right. What else is he supposed to do? So it's like, I understood that. My issue was how he died. That was That's why I was mad. I was upset because I wasn't ready for Kanan to die. But at the same time, I'm like, really, like, this nigga's been capping niggas all day. And you telling me the writers of power 
killed him off by him driving off in a cow car and leaking out. That was it. First of all, hold on. Let's rewind one episode. Another spoiler alert, Jay. Sorry. <laughs> this nigga's cl- clipping my bosses. Yes. So so I'm pissed off at, at the writers from the standpoint of how the fuck did Kanan clip a fucking mob boss by having the mob boss walk into an empty ass club. Why would you go to an empty ass club with one bodyguard and not be alarmed when you see nobody's in there? Well, well, um, what's all Dre? Name? Dre promised Dre, all yeah, the hoes. Yeah, yeah. Dre promised all the hoes. There was hoes going there was into no, and there's no hoes. And that's been the issue with because Powers writing has kind of been a little off this season. And I think that was one of those situations where it's like, okay. If I walk into this place and I'm, nobody's in that I'm bitch. I'm a mob boss. Why would I be? Nothing Nothing triggered your, your alert? Yeah. You just, no just spotty see, senses. Yeah, you just see pieces of paper on the ground with arrows on them talking about bitches this way. Nigga, like, are you okay, stupid? All right, I'm going to watch to where the bitches are. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. But yeah, nah. See, it's, it's that. And it's like, man, really? Y'all couldn't kill him off any better way? Like... I wouldn't expect him to be dead after that. I mean, this nigga, this nigga, he was just he he died whack. He did die whack. I mean, and when you fight your way out of a burning building, I don't think. Bro, he dropped bullets. a burning building on him and he walked it off. But four cops you called. You couldn't. You couldn't walk off two bullets, bro. You said you got shot. How many times, nigga? Nine. Nine you couldn't. You couldn't. You couldn't walk off two bullets. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 11 was too many. <laughs> Nine was his limit. Oh, my God. All right, man. But yeah, that's a spoiler for power. Yeah, uh, sorry about that. So that was my L for the week, man. Uh, I don't know how long. I don't know. Power only got like three episodes to get that right or two episodes left to get that right. So I don't know. But, yeah. Um, you know, we appreciate you guys. Uh, it's that time again. Uh, we know what y'all say every week. So, I yeah. Hey. Tweet between the lines, yeah. y'all. So, uh, yeah, y'all pretty much want to tell us how y'all feel. And so we're going to give that to you. Yes, man. Am I going first? Yeah, go for it. All right, cool. So we got one tweet um, from BICBP Radio. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Shout out, shout out, shout out for them. Um, they actually showed some love to J-Rock. Oh, he was saying some some fire stuff on the last episode. He was going kind of hard. Said an hour and a half into the newest episode of Speak Between the Lines podcast, and J Rock is on fire this week. Hand clap, hand clap emoji. You know what? Let, let's go ahead and give a round of applause for J Rock. Yes, yes, bro. Yes, bro. My guy, my guy gave you an exclamation mark and two hand clap emojis, nigga. So you hey, are on I fire. Definitely appreciate that, man. Definitely appreciate it. What's the name again? Shout him out one more time. BICBP Radio. BICP Radio. No, BICBP Radio. That. Definitely, <laughs> man. Man, definitely appreciate it, man. Yeah, man, for sure. All right. So in other news, um, shout out to uh James Randall on the hot and spicy. So my man literally found an old video of ours and was like, Yeah, them hot and spicy from McDonald's, they they go really hard. <sighs> Uh, a you seem to disagree. <laughs> so shout out to Mr. Dot Yo, Randall 33. Hide and spicy. Hide and spicy. All right. So for those who don't know, yep. we had we had uh Alex Sweet in for one episode. He was doing the episode on supporting black businesses, right? Shout and out to A Sweet. Alex went in talking about um what, what's spicy. the sandwich? The hot and spicy. The hot and spicy. The hot and spicy, right? Hot and spicy. It goes so hard, bro. Nine nine cent. This nigga, he's talking about the wings, right? Is he? Is he missing? No, he's just, he's just he's talking about the hot and spicy. Okay, I thought, all right, all right. hot and spicy. I ain't gonna go to the wings then. Never mind. No, 
fucking going away. Is this fine? <laughs> <laughs> them oh. juiced. So them Barry Bonds wings. I never heard of a hot and spicy before. I never heard of hot and spicy. Bro, I gotta take you to Louisiana. Yeah, man. I'm gonna. We gonna you know I what? We gonna, we gonna pack up. We gonna drive to Louisiana just for a hot and spicy. Right. Let's go. All right, as long as we use. I'm, the down. Gas, I'm down for that. As long as we use the gas. But 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 we gotta get we gotta get the Louisiana combo. So we gotta get the the Southern made. The Southern, Southern made chicken goes hard. We gotta no. get the Southern chicken. Southern classic chicken, Southern, classic. Southern, made Southern made donuts. donuts. Yeah. Oh my. And then we gotta hit the daiquiri shot. That's the combo. All right. All right. So I don't think Abe's ready for that. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, Lisa, donut. I had the chicken before. I haven't had the daiquiri. You ain't had that daiquiri. I haven't. Nigga. Oh, and one more uh, comment on that. Now think about that. Uh, shout out to uh, the underscore last Brandock. He said that the hot and spicy, just as a warning for you, Abe, is a hood meal. So my order was <laughs> two hot and spicies, add tomato and cheese, yeah. with a medium fried. Boy, let's salt, go. And that comes out to be 460 something. That the nigga wrote that. 460 something. When's the last time he got that? Is that including inflation? <laughs> right. Am I gonna be paying five dollars for this? If you eat more than two with? though, you're gonna be on the toilet all day. So just FYI. See, see, that's that bullshit. I don't know about the salt, the fries with no salt though. Um you know what? That's that's actually the move because when you get fries with no salt, they have to cook them fresh. Yeah, they get, that's fresh fries. Oh, that's, that's the plug. G. Yeah, that's the move. You know that's what? the move. And then you tell them, "Hey, give me a salt packet." Mm. <laughs> they were like, "Bitch, you said you didn't want no fries that is though." So gangster, bro. Fries with no salt with the salt packet. Get fresh fries, bro. Them niggas never. I'm so with no dog. You know how many stale ass fries I done eating at McDonald's trying to drown it out with salt? Yeah, Hell yeah. Tell them boys, no salt, fresh fries. No salt, fresh fries, baby. Oh, that's an old hood trick, man. Okay. Appreciate y'all. Like, shit, y'all put me on. That's what's up. Woo wee. So, yeah. What? Tweet between the lines, of course. Your segment. We just did tweet between the lines. Yeah, but you're supposed to get the, the whole shout out. You know, follow us on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up, man. Speak between the lines. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Start a conversation with us. Let us know what y'all are feeling about the episode or our episodes. You know, somebody hit us up. A few people hit us up. One person hit us up saying that they just downloaded episode one, which is the coolest podcast in the jungle. Mm, and then, damn, that's throwback. Yeah, throwback for real. And Nigga, then somebody. What we thinking? The coolest podcast? The oh, coolest podcast. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. It was the, the shirt. The, 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 yeah. the hoodie from H&M. And then somebody said they were on episode four. So, I mean, I guess people listen to old, our, our old stuff. That's that's pretty good. You know, our old stuff is dying off. Why do people go all the way back to episode one? But I mean, we're I only in the 30s, a, so you know, it's easy to start from the beginning. Yeah, the one person I was talking to, they said, definitely hear the growth. <laughs> yeah, we hit a yeah, for real. The Dang. one person I was talking to about, they said, I, cause I asked myself, why'd you go back to episode one? She's like, well, I gotta, I gotta start from the beginning. I was yep. like, okay, I can dig that, dig that for real. Um, so yeah, hit us up on our social media, uh, contact us at speakbetweenthelines at gmail.com. If you don't want, you know, your shit all on social media, you want to talk to us about something. Deep and intimate, like sponsorships, like sponsorships and advertising conversation. Let's yes. talk. I wonder. I wonder if we like posted, like if we did like a whole. I know. I know we have tweet between the lines, but if we had them ask us questions, like, like, like advice questions, like in their everyday life, like, hey, I'm going through this. How? What do you guys suggest? The uh, the best way to handle this. I wonder if people would like do that. Mm-hmm. Like we gave them our email. Like would they hit us up like that? How does yeah. the podcast do that? Yeah, because then you wouldn't be all up, all in the open, and we don't have to shout them out, so it could be anonymous. Yeah, yeah, anonymous questions. Send the emails to speak between the lines at gmail dot com. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Okay, that's good shit. That is good shit. I like it. I, I like the host. I like it for real. All, all right. right, cool. 
All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and jump off with the first topic. So, damn, that was really 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all want to talk about power and stuff? You know, man. Uh, yeah, you had to be there. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. disappointing. Yeah, yeah, it was. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and jump off the first topic with a book I started reading this week. Okay. Uh, the title of the book is "The Danger of the Comfort Zone." Uh, so, chapter one is talking about uh, entitlement and where that came from. So before we get jump in jump too deep into it, what do y'all think entitlement is? How would y'all define entitlement? I'm trying to I'm trying to water down my answer because I almost said <laughs> I almost said something uh, that was probably slightly inappropriate. I think it's I think entitlement. We are explicit. Huh? We are explicit, we are explicit podcast. Explicit. We are an explicit podcast, but you know we have to be mindful of our our our, our listeners. Okay. Um, no, I just think I think entitlement comes from a place where you think that. Life is just supposed to be given to you, and you're not supposed to just work for anything. I mean, it's okay. just, it's just. I mean, there's a certain, there's a certain demographic, of you know, group of people that they have this sense of entitlement to where wherever they go, they just feel like niggas should just roll out the red carpet to them, and whatever they want, they get. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. I don't even know if I, did I answer your question. Or I, just, I just give my definition of what is what was your question? No, uh, that's a, what is entitlement to you? Oh, okay. And so yeah, you take, answered uh, it. Comfort zone, then. Um, I think just comfort zone is just whatever you feel. No, entitlement. Sorry. Oh, I thought you said one or both. That's what, that's, what, that's, what happened, that's what happened when niggas be texting. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> texting. I thought, he's, I thought he said he wanted both. My fault. What, what'd you say? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't hear it. These niggas always catch me texting. <laughs> I'm behave. I'm be good. I'm focused. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. here? Nah. Um, okay, so for entitlement, yeah, it's just basically like um, you just feel like you deserve privileges that you probably didn't earn mm-hmm. just for the sake of having them mm-hmm. okay makes sense so before we go too deep into a disclaimer i've only read the first chapter of this so it still is a fresh book for me so and chapter one is talking about uh where entitlement came from and the answer surprised me it's like entitlement started after the great depression okay i'm listening so it's you know most people nowadays uh, attributed to millennials, the youngest generation out there, feel like they have a attitude. It's like you know, like you said, everything should be just given to me. Uh, but the book breaks it down. It's like okay, after the Great Depression, you know, America got back to work. Uh, you know, a lot of people, men and women, both were working, and you got the creation of middle management, management and companies. There was a implied contract where if you came to work. The, if and you did your job, the company would take care of you for life, and that created a situation where a lot of people just got comfortable. And if you and a lot of people had the assumption, if I just come to work and do my job, I don't oh, have to do anything else. That's sick. Hmm. So I see what you did there. Right, that was sick. Go so ahead. when I read, that, I was like, oh shit, that's that's actually pretty dope. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, it so it actually, you know, book goes on to actually give the numbers behind it, where uh, productivity was going down in the early fifties, forties, uh, leading up to a couple recessions, and then the first time that people were laying off was in the early Jim Motors eras. You had Ford and uh, all these, you know, big corporations where people were just working for years. They didn't have to improve their numbers. They didn't have to do anything. You just literally you had to come to work, and that was it. And you got a paycheck. That that's when people had pensions. 
when mm. if you just come to work, show up, do your job, that's it. And nothing else is, is uh, nothing else was required. And even, and of course that, that mindset has slowly changed over time with some companies, but even in my life, I've had jobs where it wasn't stated, but it was understood as long as you just come to work, you know what I'm saying? If you just show up right. and do the minimum Hell amount yeah. required, right, right. you good. Yeah. Yeah. Real talk. Like, you know what I'm saying? So have, have y'all experienced that too? Hell, hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah. Even <laughs> even right. in even in some classes that I took at um man in school, it's like shit. If you just if you just come, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. If you just show up, because most half of the, the grade, yeah, that's half your grade. Because most of the time it's attendance anyway. But yeah, like if you just show up, I mean, you'll pass the class. So I think I think that I don't know. It's just, that's just, that's you hit that right on the head because I've definitely got that shit before. Yeah, facts. It's crazy when you say it like that because, like, yeah, it's almost ingrained in us. Even today, and, and like, this is something that employers and companies have been trying to get away from for the past 70 years. Wow. The, you know, all this, you know, allegedly ended before we were even born. Mm. Mm. But as soon as you hear it, it's like, hey, have you ever had such where it's like, if you just come to work, you know, you don't gotta worry about you know getting fired. Yeah, just show up on time. Yeah, uh huh. It's, it's hard. It's, you you really gotta mess up to lose your job here. Like I've heard that too. I've heard that too. Yeah, I've yeah. heard that too. So like, which is crazy because like I I was at a job like that in Louisiana. Um, not gonna say the name, but literally. But the company starts with no. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or it rhymes with. Mm. No, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it now. Uh, but like literally, like all you had to do was just show up. And I remember the day that they that uh, that they fired because you know the, you know came to work say hey we're never gonna lay off nothing's ever gonna happen. And I was working on an account with this company and. It was a certain group of people who was always like doing extreme shit, mm. like you know what I'm saying, taking hour and a half lunches, taking extra breaks. They never said anything, right? They solely put everybody on the same team, and like literally, the, like the name of the team was called the Fishbowl uh, Room because there was a big glass where you could just look in from the walls and see everybody in it. Mm. As soon as I got everybody on the team, they walked up and fired the entire. Team. Oh, that's gangster! Damn, Damn. <laughs> like talking about a chess move. Wow! When I say the entire team, the soup included. Oh, they set them up like that. They set up the worst soup in the company. Okay, we need you to watch this team. Had a great hours wise, so had a good shift. Okay, y'all do it. Two weeks wow. later, security came in there. Okay, everybody, everybody, go and lock off the phones. <laughs> we got we have a quick announcement. Oh shit! And I was on the team next door to him. I looked over. Everybody's getting walked out one by one. Nigga, you was close. You yeah, was right yeah, next yeah, to nigga, you talking about right next to him, man. But what happened next? Everybody else immediately Tightened on up. time. Yep. Everybody. You got make an example of people, man. You because got to make an example of people. Right. So when you no longer have the security, and that's one thing that the book talked about, people, what, what led to that, there was a false sense of security with uh, the job. The, the Your job was no longer based upon the customer being happy. It was the company being happy. Mm. So as long as the company's happy, it's making a profit, there was no danger. Right. And mm. that's when a lot of business switched to, 
you know, trying to make the cu- trying to make the customers happy, and that's your security net, which is uh, one reason why companies don't offer pensions anymore. Because wow. pension is a way to guarantee that's your future, and the company can't guarantee that. Hell no, nah, this show can't. I was surprised they were making no promises back in the day, though. Like, cause shit happens. Like anything can happen to where you can lose your shit. The company can lose their shit, and that's the crazy thing too. Cause like. You talk about making a company happy, but there can be a point in time for a particular company where what they're doing is bad mm-hmm. business practice and right. that affects you. So, right, right. You didn't sacrifice your whole life for a company that all of a sudden Hell they yeah. go under. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That pension ain't guaranteed no more. That's crazy. Yeah. So, that part of the book messed me up, right? And that's the first chapter? That's the first. 11 pages jumping that bitch off like hey man you went for a treat like man with this book. i was like <laughs> strap up <laughs> like i literally read the chapter i, I uh because the person who, who uh let me get the book it was um not my supervisor but supervisor i know i'm like hey i'm, you know, I'm trying to work on personal development do you have any books i can read because clean off his desk he had like a stack of 10 books and mm, so he handed respect. me that one i said yo i just read the first 10 pages book has blown my mind it's like yeah right and so another thing that I'm going to go into that's not in the book, but it, it one thing it led me to is um, as far as with people being stagnant because they don't need to change, that also highlighted why some companies are always increasing the goals. Hmm. How what you do last year isn't good enough this year. Right. Go so ahead. Go ahead. that forces you to always be progressing mm-hmm. in life, right? Right. So, and which is crazy because uh, the job I'm at now is like that. So the job I did five years ago, I can do that job with my eyes closed, sleep. But yeah, it forces you to become progressively better and better every year. So when you before I read this, I'm like, yo, why is this like that? I worked for a couple jobs like that. I'm like, why why is it not good enough? Why is my best no longer good enough when 30 days ago it was good? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And so like now that I'm reading it's like, because if we don't push you, we know that you're not gonna push yourself. Hmm. This is so sick. Hmm. I have a question about that. Yeah, right? go ahead. I have a few. Okay. Is there so is there a point in time when you're working for a company where they push you so much that you don't even push yourself in your own personal life? Because I think that happens more than the the push that you get from your job translating into the push that you get yourself outside of your job. You actually threw an alley for me, so I'm gonna let y'all answer that, but I'm gonna come back to that. I definitely have a comment for that. I think a lot of people, yes, they they feel like the push from corporate is enough, so they get more complacent and personal. Hmm. That was my thought. Yeah, that that's exactly what my thought was. So, sidebar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if? Okay, so what would happen? What do you guys think would happen if people took that same approach with their personal lives that corporations take with them? Where, okay, cool, you did this well last month. Mm -hmm. That ain't good enough no more. So however much time you spent with your child last month, that ain't good enough no more. You got got to spend more time with your child this month. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, shit. The the type of dates that you went on with your your spouse, with your wife, with your girl, 
Those ain't good no that, more. That ain't good yeah. enough no more. You gotta you gotta step your game Ooh. up a little bit. Ooh. Ooh. Should we get him? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That that that, oh, no. that amount of money that you saved last month. Ain't good, ain't, no good enough no more. ain't good no more. You gotta step uh, your game. Up. Yeah. Uh, what do you man. think will happen? I think that that shit would be crazy. Why I don't think that happens is because when you're at your job, it's somebody else putting those goals and goals and metrics on you. Right. How many people really put them that type of goal and whatever on, on themselves? themselves? Yeah. You know what I mean? But think about how much better we would be. So Gee, shit, you, you're making me thinking about. I'm thinking about doing it, man. So that actually was the next point I was gonna make. Oh my bad. Go so, ahead. So no, let's, hey, we here. Let's go and jump into it. Hmm. And that, that was and point, Rest. After thinking about that, that was my next question. It's like, why don't we treat ourselves like a business? Mm, talk about right. it. So the question that I have for you to assert to reevaluate yourself to see if you do or don't is simple. Is your New Year's resolution the same every year? Yeah, no. If if the one thing that you say, I'm going to take this year to fix this, right. when next year comes, it's the same thing. Because mm. most people say, okay, I'm going to work on weight this year. I'm going to work on weight. Ten years later, you still Facts. work on still the same thing. Still working on thing. weight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. J-Rock cooking. J-Rock cooking. This year. <laughs> smell it. <laughs> this nigga's cooking. Man, you know what I'm saying? This year, I'm going to get out of debt this year. This is the year I'm going to do it. Ten years later, still, still saying the same thing. Damn. Mm. You know what? This year is the year I'm going to fix my relationship with my family. Mm. This year is going to be the year I do it. Ten years later, still, still doing the same thing. Shit. Oh, this y'all go hard. <laughs> Man. So let's let's deep dive on that then. So why did, why does that happen? Like what what at what point do you go from, I guess, starting the year off having a certain goal and then losing it? Like what 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 I guess happens between the time of you getting it and losing it? February. So, Yes, <laughs> that, that but actually what, is but what happens it. though? But what happens? So what happens to it? What most people do is they have the illusion that I have a year to work on this. Mm. I have wow. three hundred and sixty-five days to work, get this boy. right. Work, Jay. So if I don't do it on day one, that's okay. At three hundred sixty-five, four more days to go. Mm-hmm. I don't do it on day two. That's okay. At three hundred sixty-five and, and sixty-three more days left. I don't yeah. get it done the first month. I got 11 months left. Mm. So you have the illusion of time. So because of that, it's easy to go six months. Oh, I still got six months left. I can still work on this. I got time. Mm-hmm. We still in 2018. Yep. That's exactly what happens. Yep. Yep. Nigga set, <laughs> set them up for the okie doke. Be like, we're not going to fall for a banana in the tail. Niggas. Ass get to the end of the year, like you know what? I'm gonna just start over next year. I'll just I'll just start over next year. Yeah, shit, you're right about That's that. That's real yeah. talk. I got nothing to add to yeah. that. That was perfectly That's stated. Fire. And it's funny that we started off before we started. We people talking about listening to episode one, episode one. And what what what's one thing I said? We talked about the New Year's resolutions. By the yard is hard, but by inch by inch, inch anything's a cinch. So you take that same goal, right? I only got thirty days to get this done. Mm. Talk to him. I only got a week to get this done. Talk to him. <laughs> so if you if you attack it on a week, a daily basis, yeah, you you can get you you can make whatever it is happen. Yeah, but now it's like okay, I have a finite amount of time to do it. Mm. 
And you know what's crazy? Let's let's talk about this too, because because this this really piggybacks off of what Jay just said. Is when do things get accomplished the most in our society? At the last minute. Mm-hmm. Everything. Hmm. Test is on. Test is on Friday. When you start studying, Thursday night. Cramming. 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 Right. Uh, football. We play. What happens? Fourth quarter. Uh oh. Two minute mark. Time to hit that two minute drill. No huddle time. Mm. <laughs> you get the most production yeah. out of the no huddle. So it's like, nigga, just run no huddle the whole game and you you wouldn't be right. in the situation. Then, then you look at basketball. What happened last year in the finals? Game one. Great game all all game long, but what happened overtime? Oh, them niggas got cooked. That, that, oh, shit. yeah. They said, oh, we only got downhill. seven minutes left. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, Golden State got in the ass. Did, did, urgency. Mm-hmm. What Jay is talking about is urgency. Things happen when there's an urgency to it. I got 365 days. Shit, man. That's 12 months. That's a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Eh, whatever. I'll get to it when I get to it. Right. Oh, shit. I got, I got this week. Oh, that's a little different. Yeah. I got a week to right. get this done. Yeah. I got a day to get this done. Right, right. So should people start setting shorter goals then? Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely. True. He said it by what is it? Uh by the yard is hard. By yard is hard, but inch by inch, anything's a cinch. So yeah, a yard is a year. An inch is a day. Hmm. That's a good way to break it down, shit. Hmm. Smarten up, Nas. <laughs> 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 What's funny about that is so that's fire. Like two months ago, uh, I said that uh, I was talking about uh, a do game that I did to put stuff on the drive race board to write down a list, make a list of everything you want to do. Right. So that list was killing me. I wasn't getting half the stuff done in the list. So I'm, okay. So this past week, I took everything off of it. I said, what are the three most important things I want to do today? And I went from a list of 10 to a list of three. When it was 10, I may got one thing done. When it was a list of three, I got four things done. Mm. <laughs> okay. So when, when when you time can then say, okay, because I that's how I start my way. Okay, what I need to do this week? Okay, I need to clean the room, wash dishes, fix this, fix that, do this, go here. And Monday came. Oh, I still got still got six more days left. Tuesday right. came. So the week came and went. Oh, damn, I ain't done nothing on this list. Right. Terrence, okay, what do I need to do by today? By 10 o'clock tonight, when I'm ready to go to sleep, what needs to be off this list? Right. These three things. I got home. I knocked those out in an hour and a half. I'm like, okay, let me, mm. let me go and do something else before I start chilling. <laughs> That's dope. So, And it ties into uh, the six spokes of life episode we did. So remember, we talked about that episode. We talked about how it's about priorities. Well, what's the priority at this point? So mm-hmm. we had a list of 10 things. It's like, okay, well, that's a lot of stuff. No, I got three things I have to do. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it gets knocked out. I saw yeah. a post today on IG. Uh, one of my homeboys, uh, real successful business dude, he said, shout out to Total Gent on IG. But he, he put on there that nobody's too busy. It's about priorities. Yes. Ain't nobody busy. That is definitely true. It's like, I'm too I'm too busy to go there. I'm too busy to go out. I'm, I'm too busy to do this. No, nigga, it's just not a priority. If it was yeah. a priority, you would get it done. That's true. 
that's real shit. So I mean, yeah, miss me with the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's real shit. Hey, y'all niggas said I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say, man. Y'all on point, especially J Rock. So, yeah, Jay, you bought in this one. Man, hey, I give credit to this book, man. This and what's exciting, this was this chapter one. Yeah, I, I actually kind of want to um get your take on this as we continue. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. Like just different nuggets and thoughts that come to your mind. I do have a question though. Yes. Uh, because you, you brought up entitlement, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. Um I believe that you mentioned that it started with the Great Depression and then basically um, it snowballed from there to where people started feeling like, okay, cool. All I have to do is show up and do this. And I, in exchange, I get pensions. Right. I mean, so think about it. Whenever we were younger, what did your parents say? Go to school. Get the good grades. Get your grades. Get the good get, job. Get, job at, get a good job at a company. Yep. Stay there 40 years. Get the watch. That's that explanation is what entitlement is. Just go, mm. do it, and stay there. Mm. They didn't know the smartphones was coming. Mm. <laughs> With the- <laughs> so it's so it's oh, it's just it's, it's been slowly ingrained in wow our work nation as far as a work ethic standpoint goes. And that work ethic has been translated into our personal lives, and a mm. hundred years later. You look Damn. like you got something on your mind, Dave. Go ahead. Yeah, cause cause when he when he first said something about entitlement, I was thinking I wasn't even thinking about the work environment. Yeah. I was thinking about right. what we see in society. Right. But how he's explaining it, how Rock is explaining it, anybody can have that type of sense of entitlement. All I gotta do is just show up for eight hours and I get a check. Just show up for eight hours, and get a check. Just show up for eight hours, and get a check. Yeah. And yep. so it's like it's 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 deeper than just what entitlement is. Just deeper than just what we we see on. On TV or on social media and all this other stuff, are people what they think they are? You know what I'm saying? Because when we see what we see out there, we may say that we're not entitled. Right. But mm. if you're talking about it from the standpoint that Jay Rice been talking about it, and if you're going to work and you're just going just to do eight hours, just because you know you're gonna get a check, and at the end of the week I'm gonna get a check, or at the end of two weeks I'm gonna get a check, and I ain't got to do nothing but show up. I mean, that's the sense of entitlement. Shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm I, I I hate that I didn't take a picture because I wanted to quote something. I'm gonna mess it up. But I'm gonna do my best to. So, uh, the definition they gave for entitlement in the book was from an employer standpoint, somebody who comes to work, does her job, and at the end of the year expects to get a raise no matter what they did. Mm, somebody actually. who somebody who comes to work from a perspective of fear, comes to work and does a job based on the fear of losing it not based on what they need to do to keep the job. Hmm. And the last one was, um, you know, the employee, uh, I, for, I forget the title of it, but it's the employee who goes to work and does a job and doesn't expect anything in return, but he does what's needed. He does what needs to be done in the job. And then the recognition comes because he's doing an excellent job. Hmm. All right, so I feel like this has laid the groundwork pretty well for this. So let me ask you a question. Who are the most successful people in our country? What type of person? What category would they fit into? The last one. Hmm? Uh, The last one. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I'm sorry. My bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, what are, you, what are you talking about? Um, okay, so like if you had to if you had to say a, a particular type of person, 
um, is successful, what group would they fit under? Like category wise, I can give you the answer if you want. And I'm trying based on what type of category. So the first thing so you like, might say, like a hardworking category. Say, um, without no, I'll just say, say ambitious and driven. Okay, that's okay. We could do that. So let's say people who communicate, people who entertain, people who produce, people who sell, people who whatever. Mm-hmm. Like if those are the categories. I would say all of them. I mean, I wouldn't say just one because you have successful people who do all of it. I would say one. Selling and producing kind of go hand in hand. And then, and that's who I'm, I think is the most successful. Oh, sales. The producer? I think the producer, i.e. the salesperson, mm-hmm. is the most successful person in our nation. And I think that bleeds yeah. over into multiple categories. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite actor? Will Smith. <laughs> My man, Denzel. Denzel, right? <laughs> oh, you got me to laugh. That was so oh. funny. That was kind of funny. He didn't even mean to do that shit. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Listen, all right. Um, you got Leonardo DiCaprio. You got Denzel. You got Will Smith. You got Jack Nicholson. You got all these greats, right? Mm-hmm. But they are successful because they're producers they produce hits they sell themselves on their talent and when they get in front of a camera they produce a certain amount of results hip-hop mm-hmm. why is cardi b killing nikki right now she's producing she sold herself yeah yeah, you can she say got that. Blood issues. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, she killing her like from my <laughs> number one hit standpoint. But the thing is, the thing is, I I I wonder what would happen if we took that mentality as far as like becoming better salespeople. Not necessarily because you know sales has a negative connotation. People don't like sales, even though everybody participates in it. If a baby wants a bottle, they're gonna hit you with the wah. Yeah, and they're gonna cry until they get that bottle. They just sold you on the need for the bottle. If I'm trying to talk to a woman, I got to sell my wife on the fact that I was worth ten minutes of time. <laughs> that's that's real. Yeah, that's real talk. So, what if we became better salespeople in whatever it is that we wanted to do? Because here's the thing with salespeople: they always got to do more. It never stops. That is true. They, yeah. they basically fit mm. into that I see, category. I, I see where you're going with that. I like that. Like, they don't have a choice. Salespeople always have to produce. They always have to get better. They always got to hit a goal. Mm-hmm. They're almost the ideal person to model after a roadmap to success. Yeah. Obama is a great salesman. Yes, he is. I love Obama. I love Obama. Michelle, great mm. saleswoman. But it's weird when we say it like that because it feels like, okay, that's negative. Like, no, they're genuine people. Yes, but they worked on themselves so much that yeah. it just comes out. And they produce. When, they, when, when Obama steps on a stage, results happen. You know, when, when Denzel steps on a stage, results happen. When, when any successful person steps on the stage, they produce. Yeah. We could produce at work. We could produce in relationships. We could produce as parents. 
well, we do produce as parents. It's just, <laughs> are you paying attention no, no, to what you're producing? We reproduce. <laughs> yeah, we do that too. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. One. That was good. One. That was a good. One. But I do wonder, like, what would happen if we took on that mentality of like, okay, cool. Well, you know, I'm gonna take on the mindset of a salesperson. Yeah, because they they do they have to they have to learn all these techniques and skills that the average person will never think about using or doing, mm-hmm. and they equip themselves for situations that they may not even come into contact with they prepare for it before it even happens right mm. why wouldn't we do that in our normal life shit because we, we had to be, we would have to be pushed to that point because i mean like kind of like how this whole conversation has been happening people just think they have time and so they're just they're just doing what they feel i don't want to say it's right but what they feel like they're a lot at the time to do which is just go to work and not do shit but if they're pressed for time then like if i if i knew i had a certain amount of time to live then you would produce more because you know your time is limited. So yeah. I think people will have this time, this mind, this mindset of mm, everything's going to be there, so you don't have to work as hard. Which means that 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 sense of mentality that you're talking about, as far as becoming a producer and sell a salesperson, I mean, it never happens. Okay, so I agree with y'all. What if we took the mindset of time is limited because it is. Yeah. And people say that, but I don't think people take like people it as seriously as yeah. as it really is. Yeah, it's pretty serious. It's pretty serious. It's, it's very serious. But people say that, but have the but have the expectation to live seventy years, eighty years. Yeah. Well, even that, I I will I will co-sign it. I expect, please, Lord, but yeah. <laughs> I would expect you know God say the same that I would make it to my 70s, 80s, and, you know, we might want to cut it off around there. But, you know. <laughs> I, I need every year. Yeah. Right. No, I, I, want, I want every year, but it's like when, when my farts turn to dust, <laughs> it's like you don't even got to change my pamper. It's just like you just flap it. Ain't nothing. Oh, oh, that's nasty. That's gross as hell. Oh. <laughs> that's nasty. but i mean think about it so like let's say we you know average person starts working in their 20s right Mm -hmm. we got a pretty short window to make as much money as possible if we're trying to set up for retirement and you know back in the day we used to get the watch Mm -hmm. we ain't getting no watches no more people barely staying in companies five years six years max yeah so what you got you got your 20s which you're gonna fuck that up most likely yep you got your 30s you got your 40s, your 50s, and then by the time you're 50, you kind of need to be transitioning. So if that's 40 years, and we know most people are going to mess up the first 10, that's 30 years. That's not that long. Mm. Most people listen to this podcast is probably 30 years old. Do you know how quick they got to 30? But the issue is, that, like you said, they think that they have another 30. Which, I mean, in most cases, you probably do. I mean, mostly, yeah. I mean, but it's modern medicine. you have the illusion that I still have another 30, so I still have time to put it off. It's the issue. Yeah. Because if, if you can go through a whole year and not and no matter how big or small the goal is not completed, it's like, okay, I have next year. Right. Then you have right. 30 of those next years to keep on pushing it off, and I think that's what happens. Yeah, I agree. That's real. I feel like... What I can I can say something here. It's going to turn into a question, but it's going to turn into a piece of the conversation I want to end up having later on. But no, we're going to ask. We rocking. We rocking. I think. I think no I, pun intended. Right. Ah, I see what you did there. 
But I think I think one thing people need to do is just through all this, I think people become stagnant because they don't have anybody anybody pushing them. Because what we've talked about so far is just, you know, self. Like Reg, you brought up the point earlier where what if um shit, what did you say? What did you say? You said what if the what if Fuck what, what if we're say? Nah, it was earlier. It was before it was it was earlier off. But the point I'm trying to make is something genius. No, nah, it was something genius. It was something good. Mm-hmm. But I think people they don't they don't push themselves because they're not motivated too. So I think people need to become more accustomed to having account accountability partners. What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think people I think people need to be able to hold each other accountable. Right. You know what I mean? I I think if if you have somebody who knows what you're trying to accomplish and get out of life or even get through a certain period of time, like you said, we talked about earlier about shortening our goal mm-hmm. time frame. If people knew what you were trying to do and you had somebody who could be on your neck, like hitting you up every day, like, yeah. are you doing this? Are you doing this? Are you doing this? I was watching a, a TEDx conversation. Well, hold on. I don't want to break off. We, no, no, no. Go ahead. We'll get right, back. So I was, watching, okay. so I was, I was watching a TEDx conversation and dude was talking about how it was like a group of people and they all wanted they all had a goal for that day right and so they would go off do their thing mm-hmm. and then they would come back and they would be like hey okay what did you accomplish that you were trying to accomplish today right like if, if J-Rock told me that all day my only goal is to eat quinoa and nothing else and oh drink my water oh god them bugs yeah <laughs> and I'm like alright so day by day I'm gonna be checking up on you like hey man okay are you I mean Hour by hour, or however long, be checking. Okay, have you been in Kiwan digging? You been in Kiwan? You been in Kiwan? I think people need that push because right. if that push is not there, then on top of people thinking that they have time to do something, people aren't. There aren't. They aren't pushed to do it. Yeah, there's, there's, there's not enough examples in the world of people, I guess, pushing themselves or being pushed to another level that they just, I don't know, just feel like that they don't necessarily have to do it. Because I know a whole bunch of people that want to drop weight. But they can't do it by themselves. They need somebody pushing them. I niggas eyeballs. Yo, that was crazy. Yo, I wish y'all could have saw that. Oh my, this nigga's facial expression. Which, which, which brings me. Oh, I want. So I want to ask J Rod because I was thinking about when I was talking about this accountability conversation. I don't want to trust me because I don't want to deviate too much. I want to deviate too far away from what we were originally talking about. But did you ever get your 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 uh pull up bar? Yeah, did you ever get it put up? Yes. Yeah, bet, absolutely. Bet. Word. One time for the pull up bar. Hey, one time for the pull up bar. With the Australian push ups. Australian pull ups. That's what's up, man. Hey. All right, so to get back to what you were talking about, because you dig over a lot of good things, I wanna do my best to address them. The first question is so why we don't do it for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's hard for people to acknowledge, well, what I did yesterday isn't good enough for today. Why yeah. did last month no longer is good enough? What I've done for the past 30 years isn't good enough to get me to where I need to go. That's a very hard philosophy to have about yourself. To No matter how successful you are to say it's not good enough, I need to do better. Mm. So that's why most people don't push themselves you know, to that level. I don't know one person who does that. Mm. And out of everybody in my life, one. He's also the person who makes the most money out of everybody I know in my life. So it's a good it's a correlation with it. Uh, number two is um having the person to, to be accountable is 
most people aren't okay with being vulnerable enough. There you go. To say, number one, I, I want you to follow up and I want you to hold me accountable, but hold my feet to the fire and mean it. Yeah. A lot of people will say it, but they really don't want to. They, they, they don't want you to come back with that smoke. Like, hey, yo, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's seven o'clock. What's up? Right. You know what I'm saying? You said, you know, you want to have this done by the day. Where you at on it? You got two miles left. What's your plan to get it done? Mm-hmm. So that's why is people don't really want to have somebody to hold them accountable for it. So you have to be vulnerable enough to be okay with having somebody come at you like that. Mm-hmm. And you have to find somebody who's going to hold your feet to the fire to do it. You know, it's funny you, you, you said that made me think about something. Like, how naive are we? to? Because you're right. Like, we do as people think that, like, well, we don't, we don't want to think that what we did yesterday isn't good enough anymore. Mm-hmm. Yet we have the audacity to always want things to go faster. And want more. And we want more. Yeah. We want we want mm. a cell phone. That cell phone, that, okay, try going back to an iPhone 4, Ooh. homeboy. Try to go back to a razor. Try to go back to a VCR. Oh <laughs> shit! Nigga, eight tracks. Man. <laughs> go back to that Walkman. Hell yeah! That cassette player that used to eat your shit and you had to twist it back up. Oh shit! Like, I remember really? that from Home Alone. Oh yes, I do actually. <laughs> oh, it, it's like we expect everything. We 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 genuinely feel like well, technology, our cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're we don't treat them as like, oh well, they're good enough. We always have to have something better. So what was good yesterday ain't good today. We treat that with everything but ourselves. Yeah. It could be mm-hmm. the evolution of movies. You watch a movie from nineteen sixty and you look at a movie today, unless that mother's a bona fide classic, trash. It's trash. Right. We listen to hip hop. Hip, the hop, the hip it, the hip it. We ain't trying to hear that shit. <laughs> you talking about cla- real classic like, hip hop? Oh, no. no, you know what I'm saying? We're not trying to hear that. We, we, we want some, some progression. Yeah. So I think the key is what you said is having people hold us accountable. But let's look at it from this standpoint. We can ask who's the most successful people in the world. Here's another answer to it or another outlook or perspective to it. The ones with the best teams. Yeah. The people with the best teams win. That is true. Word to Steph Curry. That is true. You could be all bad by yourself. It don't matter if nobody's with you. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the last thing I want to get to. He said, he's like, there's no example. There's a lot of examples, but we only look at where they're at now. We Mm. don't look at what got them to where they're at to be successful mm-hmm. right so right. that is true that's a good point kind of circling back to the beginning of this podcast when we were shouting out joe button and how they just got right. the spotify deal yeah but yeah. get that one more time for joe yeah. Yeah. but yeah man you don't you don't see what people go through you just you just see that moment that moment of shine like right i mean i'm pretty sure there'll be a moment in in our podcast where we get to a certain point and we're doing whatever I guess live shows, you know, we 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 uh, you know, we put yeah, that in our, it up. Yeah, yeah. We, mm-hmm. we put that in our future like that. We speaking that into existence. But you know, when we get to that point, people are gonna think a certain way, but they're not gonna realize what all we've gone through thus far, and right. then what we're gonna go right. through up until that point. 
Right. They only, only they're only going to see that moment. You yeah. know what I mean? Even when we like, you know, do our own shout outs and post our stats and all this stuff, you know, of our accomplishments, like people only see that. They don't yeah. see us. They don't see what we go through. <laughs> they, don't, they don't see y'all driving 85 miles. Man. They don't see past it. police to get to the house to In record. In the snow and rain. Yeah. They don't see to it. Overheat the house. Yeah. Shout out to the AC, by the way. Say shout out to it. My AC going hard right now. Boy, it's beautiful. But but no, that's real. Like people don't people don't like even think about the episode. Like Jay, you had to prepare for the episode. You had to read something, man. Which yeah. most people past eighteen ain't reading no books. You had to take notes, take something that you thought would be beneficial for people, and then communicate it in a way that would be effective for someone to learn like there's a, like you don't just get on a fucking mic and talk mm-hmm. if you have a podcast well some of y'all do I mean it, yeah. we, we did that for a little bit I ain't gonna yeah, no no we didn't <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, was, <laughs> that was admin yeah, work yeah, yeah, we, did that. We, did, we, did, we did that for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> on episode 30 <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, yo! Oh man, that was perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> yo, hey man, dude, you gotta keep it on it, shit. <laughs> I'm fucking not. Oh my but, god. Oh I mean, shit. But even then, you can't. You can't do that all the time. You you can't. I wouldn't even go in. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I'm trying. I'm I trying to even go in. Trying to be out. But go ahead. Just, oh, no, that's good. That's good. I didn't even do the alley. Like I didn't even know. No, that's that's nuts. Y'all don't. Uh, well, we'll figure it later. Anyway, uh, what the fuck was I talking about? That shit threw me off. Oh, okay. Look, listen. All right. So accountability, right? Partners, uh-huh. having someone uh, to hold your feet to the fire. J Rock hit it right on the head. You got to be vulnerable. Yeah. The key to another key to success is fucking being vulnerable. When you need help, you need to fucking ask for help. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Ain't nobody dog. Every successful person got a squad. They got a squad. That's Football, real. Football, dope teams, you got a squad. Basketball, heck, Jesus got a squad. Yeah. 12 of them. He 12 got 12 of them. of them. Yeah. And then they just recruited everybody else. <laughs> it's, it's, duh, you gotta, you gotta have your ace, man. You gotta have somebody that, that really cares about you that you can trust to, to help you out. Who, who going to the gym trying to deadlift 300 pounds by themselves? Right, you finna die. Yeah, <laughs> man, it ain't gonna work. Nah, you need somebody that's spotting you. You got to, especially when them when them when them arms start wobbling, and, you, and, wobbling, <laughs> and your face start contorting, <laughs> <laughs> and, and one side of the bar go down. <laughs> go lifting that bitch up, you hit a wall like, oh shit! Oh, shit. <laughs> it just got real. I'm not speaking from experience. I'm just saying, I somebody. <laughs> See, so heavy. You came in your spot. You the bitch. Sweet. Oh, for real. Oh shit, man. This is a good episode. I, I mean, I got. I, I I just want to chop it up on this. I'm good on mine. What um? Uh, you got you got some oh, right? Shit. Nah, that was it. That, that was all I had. Just treat your personal life like a business. Yeah. Treat your own development like you do development of somebody else's dream that you go build eight hours a day five days a week however many weeks in a year that's what i got i love it
And on that note, I think that's a good way to end the episode. That, that is that is a great way to end the episode. Shit, man. Alright, yo. Hit us up, man. Speak between lines. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let us know what you guys thought about this conversation. You got anything else? Oh yeah. Deep Rider! <laughs> 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 Nigga, <laughs> we going hard in this bitch. <laughs> if you didn't know, yeah, we going live. We going live. We going live. We've been out for a couple weeks. Oh, <laughs> man. I thought we ain't been studying, <laughs> bro. Oh shit, this is fire. That is fire. Man. All right, man. Shit. All right, it's King A signing off. Join with J Rock. Yeah, Young Rez. One. Deuces. <laughs>